It's Lex and Courtney, and we are here again with the pleasures all yours, a pleasure positive podcast that really focuses on educating and making a safe space for black and queer femmes, really giving that sexual liberation to the community. Um, and at the end of the day, we're really always here to emphasize that the pleasure is it's all yours, baby. It's got your name on it, so. Um, we don't, since, since Courtney has come up with a new segment instead of a catch up, it's called the, your pleasure moment. Yeah, your pleasure moment. Um, and we're recording on a Tuesday, not a Sunday. It feels a little strange. It does. Yeah. I literally was like, I feel like the rest of my week is going to feel weird. Yeah. 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 Like tomorrow, is it Monday? No. No, it's it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. T-Pay Wednesday. Um, (laughs) but yeah, um, What's your pleasure? What was your pleasure moment since the last time we recorded? (laughs) My pleasure moment was probably spending some quality self-care time um, this past week um, with my mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. I gave myself a nice face mask. Um, I did some journaling. Mm -hmm. I um, did some eclipse like renovations on my life because i feel like the retrograde and the eclipse just really were just beating the shit out of me bitch mm-hmm. so i did some kind of like light spell work okay and released that. a lot of things oh i didn't know my bitch was working with spells you know, okay yes <laughs> don't tell my grandma <laughs> um, but you know i'd be burning paper and shit on my balcony i love it from time to time perfect yeah get my crystals out but yeah that was my pleasure moment was probably spending time by myself what about you okay um I don't want to say anything work-related for my pleasure moment because, like, ew, um, working doesn't really bring me pleasure. Money does. Um, I guess I would, like, I would probably say, like, you know, it's been really rainy, overcast in Tejas for the past, like, week or so. So Saturday was, like, the only day in, like, a week that we got where it was, like, sunny, no clouds, hot as balls, and, you know, I just spent time by the pool with Red and my roommates um, and literally just swam around in the pool and drank cocktails and ate snacks. And that was pretty much it. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, that was really all I did. And I took a lot of naps this weekend, which was very perfect. Um, you know, I'm I'm really not doing much of anything. I realized that what I need in my life is like nothing um, in regards to like drama and craziness of any kind, like I really just want to be chilling um, with the people I like to be chilling with. Like that's really all I want right now. So that's really all I'm focused on. Wow. Yeah, I love that for you. That sounds like a very rewarding mm-hmm. time because I know it's been kind of crazy and yeah. kind of wild. So yeah, you yeah. can just kind of focus on you. And I realize like every time I add new energies to my life, like. I just, I, I can't at this current moment with like new people. Like I just, I just can't as much as I'm like, I want play partners and I want this and I want the, I actually do not like, I don't because I don't have the energy and like, I just don't have the energy right now. So, um, I'm focusing inward and just, um, my connections with the people around me. So 
Yeah. Well, today we are going to be talking about STDs and um, destigmatizing them and really the fact that there's nothing wrong with having them. But the main reason why I want to talk about this is because, one, me and Courtney couldn't figure out a topic (laughs) for this week. But as we were texting about a topic, or no, we were hanging out, as we were hanging out about a topic, this nigga that I fucked like earlier in this year, which I did talk about at some point on an episode. Yeah, that was the winter storm. That was the winter storm, my hot, hot neighbor. Okay. Um, I hope you guys cannot hear my neighbor upstairs. I'm so sorry. We just had, we got some new neighbors that have moved in and have ruined my life. Oh, no. Anyway. I feel like we should go up there. And do, do what? I don't know. We could like fake gun, like, God, what just, kids like? just hang out at their door. What if they have children? Okay. Wow, fuck them kids for real. <laughs> it's really fuck them kids over here. They're like ruining your your life and My livelihood. Experience. They're not even paying bills and they're ruining your life. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Are, who is this heavy footed ever? Yeah. Just walking in a circle up there. I hope y'all can't hear this, but if you can, I'm really sorry. Okay. Okay, so yeah. So Winter Storm Dick. Yes, Winter Storm Dick, my hot neighbor who I had been eyeing for like two years, you know. So randomly on a Thursday night, this man texts me and says, hey, I just wanted to ask you, have you had chlamydia recently? Hmm. And I was like, never really want to get a text like that. You don't want to get a text like that in the middle of the day. And I was literally hanging out with court and I like was like, wait, this does not say what I think it says, but it did. And like, I wasn't, I wasn't like in a big hoopla about it, especially because I, um, did go get tested the week prior anyway because it was that time um, but he texted me that and then he was like I don't trust my girlfriend something something um, but you were like I've been tested three times since the last time you and me hooked up um, and it all came back clean but this one has not and I was like oh wow and then he was like well I don't know if I can trust my girlfriend which I think is so funny because she don't trust that nigga because he be fucking around Hello. Because, like, he said, I don't trust my girlfriend, but y'all fucked how many months ago? Um, Two? uh, It was, like, February, February, January, yeah. Three or four? Three, yeah, yeah, about three months ago. So, you know, that's all happening, and I'm like, okay, this is, this is different. And I was like, um, I, I was like, I just got tested, but, like, um, nothing weird has been going on. But, as we will learn, it doesn't matter if nothing weird is going on. Very much so. Anyway. Um, yeah, but I told him that I would, I would call my doctor the next morning and see if they had the results available and that I would get back to him. And he was like, okay, cool. But, you know, basically I just want to let you know, I was daydreaming about you and I did just want to check in on you and see how you were doing and what, what? Yeah, you know, I was just daydreaming about you, so I thought I'd text you and make sure you didn't have that chlamydia baby, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? He literally used it as an end to shoot a shot at me, and I was like, what the fuck? But I did text him when I got my results the next day, and I was like, as I figured, I am a clean baby. Thank you very much. So, I have to ask the question, bitch. Yeah. Were you not wearing a condom? I was, but, like, you know, I not mean, just- when I was, not when I was, not when I was, like... Oral? Oral, yeah. yeah okay. Not when we were doing, like, mouth and hand stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there's always that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we definitely use protection. Um, protecting me, protecting my other partners. Ain't no dick about to keep me from coochie, okay? <laughs> and all you got to do is wrap it up to prevent this from happening. And that's all I care about. So, 
Um, yeah, that's that's really it. That's okay. that. Um, fuck but that nigga. I mean, it's not. You know what? Not fuck that nigga because he could have also just not texted me. Yeah, he he could have just not said anything. Yeah. And then if I would have had, I mean, if I would have had it, there's only two places it could have come from. So, and I know where both of them niggas live. So, you know, I ain't worried about that. I'm coming. I'm not even telling you I'm coming to your house. I'm going to just pop up. But again, if you do have an STD, you know, you shouldn't go in with thinking that your partners are going to be violent or upset with you for giving them an STD. Especially if you are not in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. If you are a single person that gets an STD and you're just doing your due diligence to tell people that you have an STD to make sure that they can get tested, you shouldn't expect violence. But I think it's what would be violent for me is like, especially knowing like you, if you had it and you didn't know, that's where the violence for me comes from. Okay. Because like, my nigga, you walking around with the clap and ain't even tell nobody. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. I have, um, like, uh, some people from college that mm-hmm. I knew. And they, it, it was two friends. And one of them got chlamydia, didn't find out until, like, a year later. And the only reason that they knew it was a year is because he's like, I really haven't had sex since this person in July. And then, like, the following June, they realized they had chlamydia. Wow. It took them so long for them yeah. to even feel any symptoms. Like, he said he went to go get tested because he was he had burning in his urinate, like, yeah. urination. Uh-huh. And, yeah, the fucking clap. And then, like, a few weeks later, another friend in that same friend group in college also had chlamydia that he had gotten from his girlfriend. And I was just like... Damn, this shit really stay in your system for yeah. a long time because the girlfriend didn't know she had it, and they were together. They've been together for like six months. Yeah. So, and it, you can't blame her because she was single at the time when she got the chlamydia, but she didn't know she had it. Then she started a new relationship and gave the chlamydia to her current partner, and then they were just passing it back and forth, right? Yeah. So make sure you get fucking tested. I know we're gonna talk about it later, but yeah, we are gonna talk about it. We are. But yeah, um, whole segment on STDs, how to prevent them, what they are. And um, a few things about HIV and AIDS that I also didn't know. You know, this was very informative um, researching this. I did primarily look at queer statistics. Yay. Um, but, you know, everybody will be lumped in there. There was, like, um, quite a few articles on how SCD rate and uh, sexuality can um, uh, be different mm-hmm. than the mainstream. But, um, you know, in the articles they say... Um, what, what do they call gay people in the articles? They call them, um, it's like sexually something. Sexually deviant? No, 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 no. It's like, it, 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 subversive. It, no. <laughs> Diverse. <laughs> something, I think it's like something like that. I don't remember, but they don't say gay. They just use this term. I'm, I'm gonna have to figure sexually it out. Sexually fluid. Something like that. Okay. Um, but, um, Many, oh, we don't have a fun fact today. Okay, and girl, fuck a fun fact. She ain't fun. Yeah, that's really just because I forgot. But anyway, um, many sexually transmitted diseases are often socially stigmatized. Um, this starts with extreme judgment around sex and kinks and freely living your sexual life as you would like to. Um, having an STD really just lets everyone know, oh, I have been fucking mm-hmm. and I've been fucking raw damn near. Mm. Um, so there's that, which can usually get judgment and a negative reaction, like immediately, like even when you go and tell your friends, oh yeah, I met this guy, I fucked him. I didn't wear a condom there. It's usually like a, uh, you nasty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you know, even sometimes, bitch, if I see the nigga and then you tell me you fucked him with no, that is what will get me like the, you risk your life for this. <laughs> but um, yeah, people will be are often seen as dirty, slutty, um, used goods, and some might even lose their partners or experience violence. Um, which is cool that like your friend didn't experience that whenever you know they're in a committed relationship for six months and then it's like where the fuck did you get chlamydia from? Um, but there are more than one million sexually transmitted infections acquired worldwide daily. Da- Repeat that whole fun fact. That's the fun fact. <laughs> That's the fun fact. More than one million sexually transmitted. Um, Oh, wait. Each year, there is an estimated of 374 million new infections. So, like, in one year, 374 million new infections. So that's a million infections a day. That's a million infections a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can't really have any kind of fun out here, bro. It can't have any kind of fun because you niggas don't know how to fucking have fun safely. But it's okay because we're going to teach you. It's fine. Um, but will they listen? Will they listen? Uh, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, and trick, 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 I know that's just trichomonia? what they call trichom, trichomoniasis. Yes, there we go. Those are all curable and treatable um, infections. So, like, if you get them, don't sweat it, homie. Um, just go get some medication. Go get some antibiotics. Um, lay off the fucking for a while. Even if you are using protection, I mean... I wouldn't be throwing pussy around with chlamydia in it. Just give it a break. Just give it a break. She'll be okay. She's in self-cleaning mode. Yeah, she'll be all right. Um, I hate to scare you guys. Okay, I'm scared. But whenever you get sick and you get a little chest infection, Mm -hmm. okay, and you get a little little sinus pressure, uh, and you need to take a motherfucking pill like an antibiotic, okay, finish your dosage. Oh yeah. And let me tell you why. You got a UTI, finish your dosage. You got BV, finish your dosage. Because eventually your body will stop being able to accept that antibiotic and it'll stop working. Like yeah. if you don't finish your, your it out and you just keep getting the same infection over and over again, eventually the antibiotic will lose effect. That goes for these STDs too. And actually scientists are saying that it's becoming harder and harder and harder to find new antibiotics to kill the new versions of gonorrhea and chlamydia that are becoming antibiotic resistant. So they're making like one big STD superbug kind of situation. Oh, so yikes. like if you don't finish your antibiotics, guys, you're gonna get STDs and we're all gonna die because there's no antibiotics to cure these STDs. It's not gonna be a zombie apocalypse. It'll just be everybody with fucking gonorrhea. What a smelly existence. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh I hate that you put that in my head. Oh my god. I just imagine like a big foggy cloud of gonorrhea. <laughs> Like, that's what it would look like at the state fair. Just like, ew. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) That's awful. More than 500 million people between the ages of 15 and 49 have a genital infection with herpes simplex virus, which is HSV. Um, If you have cold sores... Um, that is usually, especially if you get them, like, often, I guess, um, that is, like, definitely a, a sign. A lot of people have it. It is pretty, it is pretty common for people to have it. Um, I actually think that's, like, a separate test you have to get. I don't know if that's in the panel. It should come in the panel. I see mine when I get the panel. It says okay. HSV screening, and it'll okay. say type 1 or type 2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, clean. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it should be in the regular panel. Okay, that yeah. should be in the panel. But okay. you know, always ask. Just yeah. ask for it. You know, okay, just yeah. Give it to you. Just to be sure. Also, I'm I'm really gonna be in. No, here. yeah. Okay, um, I would just like to say, Court is really the expert here, um, because she works in the medical field. Um, but I, I, I'm just here with the words. I do a lot of nasty research. That's or all. yeah, but also the first thing. I'd like to give a little moment for the ladies and the the misters struggling out there with hydradenitis because a lot of these things that she's describing, like um, the whole cold sores, like how you can tell that somebody has herpes or how you could tell somebody's HPV mm-hmm. by like the bumps on their skin. There's a difference between a a cold sore blister yeah. and an ingrown hair. And also a difference between an ingrown hair and hydradenitis. Those are things that a lot of black women struggle with because our hair is nappy. Yeah. So naturally we get ingrown hairs that turn into like little bumps and boils that are just not fun to have down there. Mm-hmm. I have been very self-conscious my whole life about my hydradenitis flare-ups, which can happen like in between your groin or under your arms, or under your tits or in between your butt. And it can be like unsightly. And I've had to have conversations with my partners and like, I, they've never asked about them. I don't think it's ever bothered anybody, but I, I'm always just like, hey, this is not herpes. This is not a, some kind of STD. This is a skin condition. Um, so yeah, just go into it remembering that not everything down there that you see is a fucking disease. Yeah. And you should probably have a conversation with the person that you're sleeping with if yeah. you think that something is going on down there. Yeah, open and honest communication when it comes to... Too. Yeah, um, when it comes to that... Um, and I think like just even our own selves think thinking outside of even just like us having an STD also thinking about whenever you find out someone has had an STD or someone does sleep around because I will say there, I did know someone who was like, um, she just the pussy factory. She just be throwing pussy around to everybody. And I don't even think she'd be wrapping it up and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, just talking so much shit about this person. And it's like, you can be and like she was pissed at her for a different reason, but she started getting pissed and then started slut shaming and STD shaming her and all that. Which like I can understand you being pissed at a person, but what they do with their coochie is their own business. And as long as you know they are being safe in whatever way they feel like is safe, i.e., um, even having their partners get tested before they interact with people um, or anything like that. Like, she don't know how often that bitch is getting tested. And who True. cares if she the pussy factory? Who gives a fuck, bitch? Like, yeah. who cares? Who so doesn't I, like affordable pussy? Who doesn't like affordable pussy? So I think that, like, keeping in mind that, like, in moments of anger or in moments of just, like, being, feeling some type of way towards people, keep the slut shaming and the SCD shaming to a minimum because bitch it could always be you Bro, it can be anybody in these it could always be you you never fucking know um as oh let me see uh stds and stis it does stand for sexually transmitted diseases or sexually transmitted infections these are diseases caused by infections which contain bacteria viruses or or the other microorganisms that can be passed from person to, to person through blood semen vaginal fluid, other body fluids during oral, anal, or genital sex. So you can literally get anything. You can get, you know there's a such thing as called throat gonorrhea? You eat a cooch you don't know has gonorrhea, boom, throat gonorrhea. Got you. Fucking insane. You can also get yeast of the mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you imagine having like white, like caked up on you? Ugh. <laughs> Um, 
But as queer people, a lot of people do just think, especially fucking lesbians mm-hmm. and coochie eater, coochie connoisseurs, um, they're the main ones who think that because you are not engaging in penetration or any kind of penetration that you can't get a STD or an STI. And that is completely untrue. Um, even just like touching your partner's genitals and then touching your own without washing your hands or using any wipes or anything like that can still transfer an STD from them to you. Mm. So like really you're not like just be safe, like be safe. And that is why we are going to continuously um, stress in this episode to get tested, which we've stressed in so many episodes already before this, but you know, we got that again. Um, uh, gays. Oh, I also have some numbers. Oh, lovely. You know, you know. Um, so for gay people, these are only self-reported. So this is like if you took yourself to the clinic and you're like, okay, it's time for me to get tested. That's the only results that these are for. It did not say not self-reported, which is what I was looking for in the article. Um, because you know, you was, it's like going to the doctor and then them telling you, oh, you're fucking eight weeks pregnant or some shit like that, you know? Um, but instead you got gonorrhea. (laughs) Um, so yeah, but, um, some self-reported STD and STIs, uh, bisexual women being the highest of our STD population. Um, wow. Yeah, at 57% of bisexual women um, have had or have an STD. What's the reason? I personally, what you said earlier about like these DL niggas being DL and not fucking saying anything and fucking raw and then just going on about their life and shit. I think that that, because bisexual women are still with men. Mm -hmm. And you know, if that's, if a lot more women are getting... STD and HIVs because of men being DL and not saying anything, which I will say is one part partially their fault. One, two, it's also um, women's fault because you find out a man is gay or you find out a man likes to be pegged or anything like that. And think about your reaction when you even envision that shit, bitch. I wouldn't want to tell you I like to get fucked in the ass either. Yeah. Um, Very homo, very homophobic, very homophobic um, things. If you, if you think about your boyfriend getting fucked in the ass and you're like, ew, I would break up with him, babe, you're homophobic. I'm letting you know. Um, you you exactly. are. He said he wants you to fuck him in the ass. So how does that make him gay? What is the definition of gay? Explain it to me. Tell me right now. It's boys when they like boys. Are you a boy? All right. Okay, then. All right, then. His G-spot's in his butt. Do not provide... <laughs> what was that? Like, do you want him to feel good? <laughs> do you want him to feel good? <laughs> I don't know what this neck thing she was doing. I was like, what is that? Okay. But yeah... I'm, that was just my little segue yeah. because like it needed to be said it needed to be said y'all bitches be homophobic y'all be like I want to eat coochie I want to go out and make out with my best friends in the club but as soon as y'all see some gay niggas or as soon as your nigga be like I want to go make out with my best friends in the club <laughs> you bitches gonna be like um you're gay <laughs> like, like immediately that insecure, like that insecure episode oh Guys, my listeners, for the like that insecure episode where Molly like freaks out because she finds out the guy that that's she, literally one reason I stopped watching it. It's literally the second episode, and exactly nothing like that ever comes up again. But go off, bitch. Whatever. Anyway, I was like, ew. I have a, to tolerate her face now that I know she's a homophobe. Ew. I don't want to do that. Subject, and she actually meets up with him later, um, like three seasons later. Does um, she apologize? 
actually he but i think she does and she realizes he's like a really cool guy but he doesn't he's like my girl yeah because that's exactly why Lex, i quit the so show then you should enjoy the show again knowing that the character art comes full circle and she gets clowned i gotta wait you three can't please seasons. anybody this is a touchy subject i'm done <laughs> anyway it's the same shit. What Molly did is what you bitches be acting like. Not mean you bitches, because I know our listeners are also not homophobic. I would hope. So, putting that out there. But maybe yeah. you're listening for the first time and you are homophobic, bitch. And I'm just letting you know you're homophobic. And while we're here, while we're here talking about being homophobic towards gay men, I'm going to talk about being transphobic towards trans people in general. Okay. There is a difference, bitch. I had to put my phone down because this should be pissing me off. There is the difference between a preference and a phobia or a ism of some kind. There's a fucking difference. You saying, I don't want to be with you because I'm not attracted to blonde hair. I'm not attracted to your style. I don't find your features attractive. That is a preference. You being like, I don't want to date you because you're trans is transphobic. It's transphobic, okay? I don't want to date you because you're trans. I don't want to date you because you're black. I don't want to date you because you're fat. I don't want to date you because you're whatever. Bitch, use your fucking brain. Use your fucking brain. It's transphobic, and um, yeah, that's all um, um, that's, that's all I wanted to say yikes, about that. I really want to play the devil's advocate right here. I just have like a really terrible... I sound like my father, and I don't yikes, know... I I'm might, scared. Hey, I might edit this out, so... <laughs> Um, tell me your take. So what would it be called? Cause this is what I feel like something, somebody like, or mm. would say, um, what if I say, I don't want to date you because you have a penis in between your legs. I don't want to date you because you're a man. No. Because you have a penis. Yeah. So I don't want to date you because you have a penis. Yeah. You have a penis between your legs. Is that transphobic or is that a preference? I feel like wanting a coochie definitely makes sense. I guess like that makes sense. I personally could not say whether or not that is transphobic. Yeah. Um, You'd have to ask a trans person. I would person have maybe? to ask a trans person. Yeah. We're not um, the end all be all. Yeah. We're not the end all be all. So I don't want to give uh, you're transphobic if you only want a dick between. Because listen, as long as you're a lady, I don't give a fuck what your genitals look like. Pull out a BBC, bitch. You just made my night. You just made my night. Boom. There you go. Slap it on the table. I'm ready. That is how I feel about that. So personally, because I don't care about the genitals, there's that. Okay. But like, if it's someone that is really focused on, I only want to see these kinds of genitals, it's still giving a, it's, to me, it's still giving a obia or a ism or yeah. something because like, yeah. why do you care what my fucking genitals look like so much? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. But like also just, I don't know. I just think like, if you really dig this person, if y'all have really yeah. good chemistry, why like, yeah. close yourself off on it before you even get there, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, even like people having like really heavy body dysmorphia and things like that. I think like those situations are really touchy and like saying that to someone, especially to a trans person. Well, I don't want to be with you because you have a dick that, yeah, that, yeah. that just, I would cry for three days just for the person receiving this information, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm sure that there are, situations like that that happen um but honestly i'm not sure okay yeah i just yeah. had to ask yeah i'm not gonna be here and be like yeah i know everything um 
Uh, okay, so now we've talked about, uh, actually, I'm gonna skip down to my HIV and AIDS section. Yes. Because these are two different, um, often even more frowned upon uh, viral infections that uh, the community does have. Um, even just anyone, anyone can get fucking HIV, anyone can get, anyone can do that. Um, I am gonna say that HIV is the virus that causes AIDS. They are not the same thing, which I was misled most of my life thinking that, you know? Um, HIV, AIDS comes from when you untreated HIV. untreated HIV, like HIV has destroyed your immune system, killing off your organs and things like that, then that's when you would be classified as AIDS. Until then, it is HIV. Um, both of these things do not have a cure. Like, there's no yeah. cure for these things. So once you get them, that is it for life. Um, and I know that there are some stories where, like, parents pass those things to their children. Mm, through breast milk. Through breast milk, through birth, in utero, in utero yeah, and everything like that. Through physical birth. Through yeah. physical birth, yeah. So, you know, it's just really crazy. But there are ways, you know, you can control your yes, HIV. Yes, absolutely. Um, but HIV, like I said, HIV is a virus that is passed from person to person. AIDS is the disease caused by the damage HIV does to your immune system. About 1.1 million people in the U.S. are living with HIV with more than 38,000 new infections every year. Wow. 67% of that being black women. Yeah. New infections. Yep. Um... Most people don't even know they have HIV symptoms for years and will feel totally fine, which is another reason why it is so important to get tested. Things like chlamydia even, which we have already learned, can lay dormant for up to a year. Um, HIV can lay dormant for up to years with an S, okay? So, you know, you don't, you're not getting tested. You're just passing this shit around from person to person to person. Um, you're basically a colonizer. Oh, my God. So... Look at you. Look at you. Disappointing the ancestors. What the hell? Um, as I said, there is no cure for HIV or AIDS, but there are there is treatment for them. I know like PrEP is one that is pretty pushed on um, a lot of people. I do know that it, it's not for assigned female at birth. Like that is one thing that they say to you, um, which I think is awful, because like, what are we supposed to do? You what know? are black women supposed to do? What are and black women supposed to do? I think that's that one of the too. big reasons why there's not a huge push to find a female equivalent, because yeah. white women aren't suffering from this, yeah. Asian women aren't suffering from this, it's black and Latinx women, yeah. black and Latinx people, trans people that are suffering from this yeah. disease. Um, but PrEP is used to help prevent HIV if you are a high risk, i.e., um, you are someone who like has immune issues or if you are someone who engages in anal sex or just sex in general, especially with the same sex of men. Um, uh, PEP is used to help those who have already been exposed. So I do know that PEP is one um, that a lot of people use like pretty frequently. It can keep you down to basically no detect, like it won't undetectable. be undetectable. So if you were to like, in the heat of the moment, not use protection, as long as you are in that um, indetectable mode, you are completely fine. But, um, it's a, just a really good way to keep you from getting sicker, to getting mm -hmm. to the AIDS part of HIV. Yeah. Um, I know one of my friends, their brother has um, their brother has AIDS, 
And like, you know, sometimes she'll tell me about like his health and like what he's doing and things like that. And I'm like, that is just fucking crazy. And then like, she was like, oh yeah. And he's like in denial about it. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to accept that that is what he has. He's just like, oh, like I'm just, I'm sick. Like that's it. And that's part of the reason why I got to and the that's AIDS the That's part. why I got to the AIDS part. Yeah. That's most likely why. Um... Yeah, that's it for HIV and AIDS, guys. Yeah, guys. Take your prophylactics if you have access to them. Absolutely. Well, I mean, most of our listener, listeners are assigned female at birth, mm-hmm. so maybe you won't have access to that, and that fucking sucks. So then you need to buy the regular prophylactics, like a fucking condom. Yeah. So that you don't have to buy PEP. Yeah. Um, and uh, while talking about all these STDs and like, you're probably like, oh my God, what if I fucking have HIV right now? Because why why was I literally thinking that even though I got (laughs) tested like two months ago, I literally just got tested last week, (laughs) literally just got tested last week. She said, and you know what, (laughs) you know what, when I called about my STD testing, I asked her, I was like, oh yeah, I was just calling to get my STD test. And she was like, okay, um, yeah, we're actually going to need you to come into the office so we can have a conversation with you. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, what you need to come. I need to come in so you can tell me my STD test results. And she said, no, your STD test results are fine. Oh, okay. Your you hormonal, like all my other tests that I got taken, she was like, yeah, but the doctor has like things that she needs to talk to you about. So um, there's that. I was like, bitch, you should have fucking led with that. What the fuck? Crazy. I, my heart dropped to my ass for like two seconds. I was like, what the hell? What's up with customer service? What's up with days? customer service these days? But um, we're talking about this and here are some safe sex pack practices. Of course, always go get tested. Go get tested. Always. Bitch, just... Pop your pussy, but be safe. That is it. Pop as much pussy as you want. Yo, be a bag of popcorn in the microwave. Pop Pop it every fucking where. Pop it in a bag. Pop it in a car, bitch. It don't really matter. Pop, lock, and drop it. Dude, just fucking get tested. Okay, all right with the moves. (laughs) Um, But safe sex is important not only to you and your body, but as well as your partners in your community. Um, you never know who your partners are sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even if you are in a committed relationship, Bro, it, it does not matter, bitch. You better go get your ass tested. I'm about to do my spiel. Do it. Okay. So if you are, uh, in a committed relationship, you should get tested every six months. You and your partner should get tested every six months. If you are by yourself, you're celibate, that pussy is closed for business, bitch. It's you in your hand tonight forever. You should get tested once a year because there might be something that you got the last time you had sex a year ago that is just now popping up on the motherfucking screen. Yeah. So go get tested a year if you're not having any sex. Yeah. If you are out there popping pussy here, there, and everywhere, you need to get tested every three months. That's what's recommended. Now, yeah. it sucks that testing is not always accessible yeah and a lot of times it's not always fucking free yeah so or you know even if you have insurance you might still have to pay for some of these tests but if you look in a lot of people don't look into their their city or their county's um clinics most city clinics will do free testing or low cost testing the most i've ever paid for an std std test is 20 bucks um and that's literally from going to whatever county i live in Literally Googling, um, what is it? Collin County Health Department. Call them. Hey, what? who do I talk to to get a, uh, an STD testing? Is it free? 
it is free. It is a state covered thing that you can do. They don't want you running they around just, with chlamydia, giving it to the rest of the people. And not even that, but they don't. They also, I feel like they also don't actually tell people. Like that's not something yeah. that a lot of people know. Yeah. Like even the mental health care services, you can even call your health department and ask them, do, do you guys offer free or low cost mental health? Like they, most counties do that. It's covered by most states. Um, so definitely look into what county you live in. Um, search your county's health department if you don't. Like most of the time, it's like walk-ins on Fridays between like eight and two or something like that. Um, or you know, if you have state health insurance. Um, if you are in Texas and you are assigned female at birth and you do not have an OB, um, you don't have money for that insurance, please check out Healthy Texas Women's Insurance. It is a low cost, mostly free insurance specifically for you to go and get your pap smears, your STD screenings, your mammograms, your cervical examinations, everything like that is completely covered. Um, doctors might not be the best babes, but I will tell you like best as in attitude wise, um, because that has been my experience so far. Um, but definitely you will still get your STD testing. You'll still get your pap smear there. They did a hormonal panel for me and everything. I got birth control, no cost. Like, you know, so find I feel your like resources. find your resources, but also if you don't know, you can't find them. So we're here to fucking tell you. Um, we said get tested, and Courtney did say three months if you are sexually active. If you really pop and puss out here like that, maybe once a month, you know? Um, that's I think that's the um, porn stars have to do it every six weeks. They do it. I know some of them do it even sooner than that. Oh some of them God. have said every that two they... Weeks? Yeah, that they do it every two. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I mean, naturally, yeah. Naturally, yeah. Three months if you're pop and puss by yourself. Six months if you are with a person in a year if you are by yourself. That even means hand stuff. Like, by yourself means by yourself. That doesn't mean, like, oh, I'm getting head from this one guy. I'm, I'm getting fingered by this one girl. I'm like, none deep. of that. I'm sucking. Yeah. Like, you have to not be doing anything touching anybody else's genitals whatsoever. Um, use protection. Uh, latex and non-latex um, condoms are available. I know, like, everyone's like, condoms are... And, in some in some degrees in some instances I can definitely agree because nothing is like meat to meat, bitch. Ain't nothing like the meat to meat. Damn. But what comes out of the meat to meat? You want a little hamburger patty? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want a burger. Damn, bitch. You don't actually want a burger, so nasty. yeah, exactly. So um ground beef. Not ground beef. <laughs> so yeah, just make sure that if you are fucking around to be using protection. Um, uh, some non-latex condoms, and I have no latex allergy, but I will say my coochie does not like latex. Don't, and you know, most of y'all's coochie don't like latex. You're wondering why you're dry, why you can't stay wet. You're wondering mm -hmm. why the next day you have an awful smell, mm -hmm. or why you're having some extra discharge, bitch. Try skins. Try Real Feel Durex. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I, will, I will say the Real Feel Durex um, from, from my larger penis havers, don't get those. So, um, yeah, non-latex ones that I definitely will be suggesting is the skins, specifically the skin elites, because those are the thin, soft ones. Um, the, it's lubricated as well, um, not too lubricated, so that's also really nice. Um, and then I will say, though, another non-latex option, which people always go for because it's great for protecting against pregnancy, is um, lambskin condoms. and 
lambskin is still skin, babe. You can still get an STD from using lambskin condoms. It is not better for you because it's because it's not latex or anything like that. It's still skin. You can still get chlamydia and gonorrhea and HIV from using these. They only protect against pregnancy. So please, please remember that. And they fucking smell awful. Because oh, wait, I've never smelled them. It's literally a lamb intestine that they lay out and turn it into a condom. So... You want some all up in your shit? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm not with it. Um, <laughs> okay. There's also dental dams, um, which I feel like are a little hard to come by. They are. They're very hard um, to come by. Because, they're not, because they're not FDA approved, which is why. Th- why aren't they FDA approved? Um, bitch, women. They why? don't care about women. <laughs> like Nothing that can benefit women is, is put into motion except for birth control. And that mostly just benefits men. Yeah. Yeah, because hormones, hello. Bitch, the things that are going on in this body with birth control is monstrous. Listen, this is my first time ever on birth control, and I like I have a long list of things to say about it. So there's that. Like, why do my titties always hurt? Like, they usually hurt anyway, but now they, like, really hurt. And they're, like, swollen, like, full and swollen, which is fine, but also, like, they hurt and they're full and swollen. And then, like, I get, like, randomly, like, randomly, like, super horny. Like, randomly. And it's, like, it hurts. I'm Not so horny. like, throbbing. It's insane. I'm, like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then, um... Yeah, and then just, like, me feeling like I'm having, like, mood swings. Oh, or even just, like, the random cramping. Like, technically, bitch. I'm supposed to be on my period right now, but... Since you've been taking your Since pill, I've been taking my pill, kinda... I'm not, like, I, I'm, I'm not bleeding whatsoever, not your even spotty. Being flooded with progesterone, bitch. Yeah. It's just really living in the moment of being full-fledged. Yeah. And I'm not even, like, I'm not even, like in any situations where I could get pregnant. That's the thing. But I've heard it's good for, like, PCOS and, like, fibroids and, like, you know, because that's all starts with uncontrolled hormones. Yeah. So leveling out your hormones might help with some of the other things you're experiencing. Yeah. Even though you got screened for those things right in there, like, you probably don't No, they didn't. She said to me, when I asked her if I could get screened for those, she said, well, we only usually screen people for those when they're having irregular periods or pelvic pain. And I said, okay, well... I just would still like to go get checked out. And she was like, have different symptoms. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I guess I could refer you to someone that was literally her, her response. So yeah, but dental dams, they're like thin. It's, it's sort of like a condom. If it wasn't a condom, like if it was just like a disc, a, a square, like a square little thing that you can cut into your own dimensions. Um, this is really used for cunnilingus, analingus. It protects you like a condom while you can still, you know, lick at it, do, do what you do. I had someone say, um, I had someone say that using saran wrap is like better because they're like, it's thin and it still protects you. You know, think about how sturdy saran wrap is when you put it on a container. But my thing is I'm thinking about like licking motion and pushing up against someone like, what if you yeah. puncture it, you yeah. know, that's putting me too close to the coochie without letting me actually be close to it. I don't trust myself. Yeah. Yeah. Also just seems kind of hot. Yeah. Like the plastic. Like, yeah. Like, like it's like sticking your, your face in like a plastic bag. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Like, 
What are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I know it'd probably feel better for the receiver. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like then it's like nothing's there. Yeah. Okay. Um, hand stuff is also another way to practice safe sex. But I am noting that touching your partner's genitals or touching your own genitals and then swapping juices that way also um, can transmit STDs, HIV, things like that. Toys um, too. Toys too, yes, absolutely. So literally, that's why in some of the porn you'll see somebody with a strap and you're like, why this bitch got a condom mm-hmm. on the strap? Because like all the bitches use that, obviously, mm-hmm. and we want to be safe and let all the bitches use it. When I went to a play party and I bought my strap... Um, there was like four people and everybody was like, fuck me, fuck me. And I yeah. was like, sure, I'm with it. Yeah. yeah, but I definitely had like a bunch of condoms in my bag specifically for my own piece. And then, you know, they also had ones that they would prefer to use. Um, so there was that too, which was really handy. But um, yeah, bitch, even if you're gay, even if you're strapping, and you're, especially if you're strapping different bitches, wrap it up. Shit. Damn. Um, masturbation is also another way to, um, practice safe sex. Um, lowering the risk of touching others' genitals will always, um, lower the risk of spreading or contracting any STDs. And I'm not on the abstinent boat, but like, if you're also not having any sex, then you also can't get an STD. Truthfully. Um, so there's that. You can't get an STD by sitting on a public toilet. You can't. Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. Um, so to end this episode, there's really no reason to stigmatize STDs or HIV. They are just infections and there's nothing bad about getting them or how you got them as what matters is that you are open and communicative with your partners, um, and that you are getting tested. Um, the only way to know, like most, most STDs are asymptomatic, which means that you will only know if you get tested. Um, and the social stigma for being positive prevents others from actually going get tested because then it's like, oh shit, well now I have to text all my partners and I have to tell them. Um, but you know what, you know who does it? Y'all, y'all be talking shit about the polyamorous, um, community, community, but them bitches be getting tested like nobody's business. Sex workers be getting tested. Okay. It's all the rest of the population that has an issue with getting tested. It's all you regular hoes out here that got an issue with getting tested. The bitches y'all be shaming are the bitches being the safest, Mm -hmm. which is the craziest part about it. Um, uh, it only takes one partner in the chain to start a spread. So even if old Dante who you ain't seen in years and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna just go hook up with this nigga real quick. One time for the one time. Bitch, two weeks later, you itching and screaming. You got the clap. You got it. And it, and now you didn't know that you had it this whole time and you've still been doing like mm-hmm. your usual stuff, which means anyone that you have come in contact with is going to have to be notified. Um, just like when you get COVID. Wow. Just Man, like when you get... Weren't those conversations awkward, bro? Weren't those awkward? But you probably saved a life. Yeah, exactly. Um, STDs are common. Again, we're going to say that. But untreated STDs can lead to very serious health complications, like infertility. Permanent scarring of the pelvis and uterus. Like, what? Um, Cancers also. It can make your body more susceptible to these things. And, of course, having an, an STD of any kind and leaving it untreated can also lead to HIV and AIDS. Um, it can make it easier for you to get mm-hmm. those things. So, like, again, you have to get tested. Like, 
one of my biggest fears when I took sex ed for the first time in like fucking ninth grade was finding out like years later that I have been living with HIV, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously people live have very full, happy and long lives with HIV, but it's just one of those things where because it's permanent, because like so much of your life is like every partner I ha- I even have, I would even have to disclose mm-hmm. that information mm-hmm. to, you know? Even if you're undetectable. Even if I'm undetectable, it's my responsibility as my as a community member to say that. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot. But all in all, bitch, we need to become more open about testing ourselves, asking our partners for recent tests, um, as well as encouraging your friends to get tested as well. Um, like literally if you had the flu or you had COVID or you were sick, you wouldn't go hang out with your friends. You wouldn't go and do stuff. I mean, some of y'all definitely did during COVID. Y'all had COVID <clears throat> and literally still went out and was still doing your usual shit. So like colonizers do. But um, don't let that be the same with your um, genitals and other people's genitals because what's the point of putting yourself and your community at risk yeah. um, just for like eight minutes of a good time because mm-hmm. um, that's what most of you bitches be risking it for. So Damn. all in you all. You are not fucking the right niggas. You not, said y'all are not fucking the right niggas. Y'all are not fucking the right niggas. Um, but yes, that's my soapbox for today. And it was a good one. You were Thanks. high on that soapbox, baby. Yeah, because it all started with a nigga texting me asking if I had chlamydia recently. And I just want to let y'all know, so many episode topics literally are inspired by what has been going on in our daily lives. So thanks for continuously giving us content by being fucking crazy people um, and, you know, yeah, doing what you do. Doing what you motherfucking do. Yeah. You got any questions for the girls? Uh, I don't know, bitch. Let's see. You ever had an STD? I actually never have, oh, ever. Yeah. Like, I never have. Me either. And like the one time I thought I did, she was like, you just have a UTI. And I was like, oh, thank Jesus. Oh. Thank Jesus. Thank oh. Jesus. Thank Jesus. But yeah, I have never um, had an STD. I really plan on never having an STD. Um, I do know that, you know, you never know what happens mm-hmm. or what partners you will interact with. But um, I'm so deathly afraid of getting them, and I don't like being sick anyway, and my coochie being sick is like a two thumbs down yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Just I try to... protect yourself. Protect babe. yourself, protect others. I keep condoms in my bag at all times, even if I know I'm not going to be fucking. It's the same reason I'm on birth control, bitch. Just in case, bitch. Just in case. I'm a freak. I'm a freak ho. I like to do freak ho stuff. Well, bitch, uh, you know where to find us if this is your first time listening to us. However, um, on Instagram, TikTok, uh, and Facebook, you can find us at allyourpleasures underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have our YouTube, so if you're watching on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button. If not, you can definitely go to the link in the bio and subscribe so you can get us on video next time, darling. Um, yes. We do have a fucking giveaway by the time this comes out, it'll be closed. So yeah. you know what? It's we'll be closed. announcing. We'll be announcing the the winner by the time this comes out. Yes, and I hope that you guys all participated. But even if you didn't, you should still subscribe because you love us so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll have a great week, boo, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.